presenting to you an Ista World podcast. Thank you, guest speaker. We will now go through the questions put forward by Ista's newsletter subscribers. Right, first couple of questions are about the master. And just to reiterate, the title is Communication with the Inner Master and Spiritual Telepathy. When we contemplate on the master in our mind, does this add merit? Welcome friends, I will um, answer these questions on behalf of the master. Um, the question number one is when we contemplate on the master in our mind, does this add merit? Of course, any remembrance of the higher form, our origin, or of the Supreme Lord itself, which raises our awareness to beyond the physical, always earns merit. So it's not a particular method that is required to earn merit, but any contemplation on something higher than what we perceive our physical body to be always earns merit. So the answer is yes. Is it possible to reach the holy truth by connecting with the inner master? We can certainly reach our abode from which we originated, which is the fifth realm of such calm or such lock. And from there, we can embark upon a journey to attain the holy truth, not from the level of the physical. The uh, holy truth is only there, the explanation of it is only there for information purposes only, about from where the Lord itself originated. Um, so it's not possible from the human being to attain the holy truth, but we can certainly work towards it. and. Um, and the Lord itself converts the Holy Truth. If you feel distracted by worldly things, what is the best way to reconnect with the Master? Again, utilising our faculty of remembrance. Remembrance and contemplation is very powerful in bringing the past into the present. So anytime we have seen the physical Master, any encounter we've had with the master, remembering that with fondness um, definitely helps us to put us back onto the path from our destruction, from our distractions. Um, so at any time we can try to remember the master. The master has given us a tool for this called Simran. And this Simran, a repetition of a holy mantra allows one to keep that remembrance and keep the objective of our life always at the forefront of our mind. So that's the best way to um, keep that attention. Thank you. Right, I've got two personal questions, one for the guest speaker and one for the main speaker. The first question is directed at the guest speaker. Do you find it easy to connect with the inner master is it in a visual connection or can you connect via intuition? It's a um, question of practice. 
of withdraw your attention firstly to your wisdom eye center so if you be able to do that the next process is easy because the wisdom eye center is the first point that you can actually contact make a contact with your inner master which um, in the satsang previously saying about the radiant form of the master so in your meditation of withdrawing attention very intensely to your wisdom eye center and at the same time recite the holy names the master form the first of master form which is the radiant form will appear to you and at that time if your attention still be able to focus you can actually uh, have conversation with your master but for most people because they get too excited to see the gory and radiant form of the master for the first time which is very beautiful compared to all physical being here because it's the form of light of your beloved inside so a lot of people we get distracted and then cannot communicate properly with that form that's the problem that's why i say it needs a lot of practice to be withdraw to withdraw your attention and be still at the wisdom eye center then after that you raise with the sound current which is gonna bring you to the shepherd to the real form of master when you be able to raise and connect to that shepherd then that's the real form of communication in telepathically way and uh, as the satsang i read out before it's saying about uh, you feel that master is with you all the time beside you all the time actually like for example in my case i always feel that master is always sitting here in the in the middle of my head to start with so whenever i want to ask master something i know that i need to withdraw my attention inside my head to start with and at the same time i'm try i have to try to quiet all my mind down or the chattering my down by recite the holy name the simran then i can hear master properly so if you wish that right when i when you withdraw attention to the wisdom eye center you meet up with radiant form of master all the time it's not necessary like that sometimes you will only see the radiance form only once and then after that master will present um themselves as a shepherd so you will have the feeling that master is with you all the time but 
invisible but that feeling is very strong it's really pulling feeling that you can feel of intense love intense connection inside so hopefully that um helpful with this um question thank you right the next question is for the main speaker how did you feel when you first saw the inner master well naturally i think um it's uh, normal for one to feel quite elated um seeing the master within knowing and recognizing the master within which is another subject matter um is very pulling towards the attention of the mind actually it withdraws you completely from the physical self and the senses and you become so absorbed in a very familiar character it's not as if what you're seeing is something strange to you it's surprisingly very very familiar and later on you discover that the reason for this is that the master and you are one and in fact the master is just projection of yourself in the physical dimension and then also in the astral dimension in the causal dimension really representing your higher self so it's a very um, strange encounter a very familiar encounter but extremely delightful that no words can explain the comfort you feel when you connect with the inner master so that is exactly how it works thank you Right, the next few questions are around communication. Ishwarji sometimes said that he is seeing great master in his daily life. Is that an astral form of the master that communicates with him? You see, when a master tries to explain in human terms how it is that they communicate with divinity, with their master, it has to be summarized in in simple language so since the master exists in all levels at all times one can say that the master and his master are one and the same so in other words he's simply manifesting himself in a higher form or in a perceived higher form and communicating with that so that's how Ishraji communicates with his master because he has become one with his master. So it's a mere method of explaining to us who still live in the world of duality that the voice of wisdom comes from something separate from us. Actually, we contain the wisdom of the master. But initially, because we feel remote from that, distant from that, we're separated from that by dimensional experience. We, the, the master then, are ourselves manifests as a separate entity which we communicate with. So if the master's, if Ishwaji is communicating with his master, he's actually communicating with his higher self. But if, and that manifestation occurs at all levels. So if master is communicating with it in an astral realm, he'll see the master in astral form. 
if he's communicating within the causal form, it'll be in the causal form and so on. Um, so it depends at what level the master wished to portray information to the public of what he will encounter of his own self. It's his own wisdom, actually. And really, he's just looking at his own self. Thank you. How do I know that I communicate with my inner master, not my lower mind talking to my higher mind? You see, um, without going too in-depth into answering this question, initially, when the master manifests in the radiant form, in the astral form, it is actually in a mind form. It is actually in, in a sensory mind form. So you could say that's not the real master even, because the real master is shoving. But the master has to manifest in a familiar form that you can recognize because your only experience up until then is the physical form of the master. So the radiant form has to resemble that in order for you to understand that that energy, that power, that shoving is the master within you. So that form carries within it an intuitive understanding or self-authentication that is difficult to describe in human terms because nothing like it exists here on earth. So a question asked by a physical being who's used to authenticating something in a physical manner and verifying something physically, asking that question of what the experience is within um, actually does not give a complete and satisfactory answer. The answer is you will know. Just as if I was to approach you with a hot needle and you were to ask me, when is it I will know when you've plunged, plunged that needle into me? I will say, believe me, no intellectual understanding will explain it. You will scream out in pain. You'll recognize it immediately, instinctively and intuitively. And there'll be no doubt about it. And if I asked you, was this imaginary or did you experience this pain? You'll say, without doubt, I experienced that pain. And that is how it is for understanding when you see the master within you as opposed to simply imagining it. Thank you. How does one's life change when communication with the inner master has been made? Greatly so. <laughs> it is not possible for it to have any other effect. Once one is in tune with their inner master, it means that they're ready to embark upon the spiritual journey home. Therefore, the entire direction of their life changes and the inner journey becomes their priority, not their outward existence. So it completely reverses the trend that they were previously experiencing, which is the downward journey into exploring the illusion via the physical creation, getting wholly absorbed in it and taking it to be real. Now, it becomes just like a faint image of a phantom illusion. And the reality now is within you, a higher form or a higher dimension of existence. And that replaces your previous reality and becomes a new reality. So it's a complete reversal of what you understand as reality. Thank you. 
How does the communication between you and your inner master develop as you progress through the realms? The uh, manifestation of the master changes according to the dimensional experience you are having. So in an astral realm, the master will represent the astral form, which generally looks like the physical form, but is created of a sensory body. So the master will, and as you are also the sensory body there, naturally the master will manifest in a like form that you can recognize and relate to. Just like the physical master manifests here on earth, so that you can identify and relate to the master, so it is with each of the realms of existence. As you progress higher, so does the manifestation of the form of the master also manifest at the same level you are so that communication can occur. However, at a certain point when you cross the second realm, the master exists only in the form of Shabbat. And there is no uh, physical or, or, or other type of resemblance of the physical master present there. Yet, you know that that Shabbat energy is the master because your own intuitive uh, ability to understand and comprehend intuitive experiences exist there. Nothing like it compares here. So we, uh, we try to say imagination or use the word imagination here, which is actually a very poor example of what actually happens at the level of the soul when intuition takes over. So at the level of the soul of intuition, the Shabbat, which is all love and bliss, is overwhelming. And that becomes the form of the master that we identify with. And it's at that point that we realize that the master is Shabbat and that Shabbat is actually coming from our soul. And that the physical form of the master is a mere phantom expression, an illusory expression of that Shabbat here for us so that we can identify at a lower level. That's all. Thank you. Right, the last six questions relate to telepathy and that's the last section as well. At what stage does two-way communication with the inner master begin? The moment you cross the eye center. The moment you reach the eye center, immediately the inner faculties um, become dominant and you physically be going to a kind of a slumber. You're no longer able to use the physical body or the physical uh, means to communicate so therefore it's a telepathic communication so that's why the word telepathy is used there because communication at that level is not by spoken word or language but by telepathy so it's at that point when you cross the eye center that you could say the real spiritual communication takes place here the master communicates in various ways in the physical realm from coincidences happening around us when a thought enters our mind to somebody relating to us a particular message um, at the same time as we were thinking of that question or we read a book opens some chapter up and there is an answer many many ways the master communicates here physically but in the inner realms it is telepathically and then it is intuitively when it comes to the level of the soul how do you develop telepathy? Any tips? <laughs> By withdrawing the attention within yourself 
the mind naturally communicates by telepathy. It's not something that has to be learnt. It's not something you can learn. It only occurs when you withdraw the attention to that point which telepathic operation occurs. Then automatically, because you have a natural ability to communicate telepathically via the mind, then you enter into that mode of communication at that point. So to do that, you have to withdraw the attention, reach the eye center, and telepathy takes over. How do you know when you are communicating with the master via telepathy? Well, it's the same as I answered earlier, that the self-authentication occurs because you immediately recognize intuitively that um, that that is the presence of the master before you and automatically you're able to communicate with that master and if you're still not sure because at the very low level sometimes you might feel that imagination is creeping in because you haven't quite crossed that stage you use the simran of the five names that's given to you to test it if the master remains there then you can happily communicate telepathically with that form is telepathy used often between elevated practitioners when the ability has been developed? Most certainly. Um, if somebody's in tune telepathy, then you can definitely communicate via telepathy. Um, and the other person can hear and listen to that, same as you would speak. But both sides have to be in tune for that to happen. But certainly it's possible, yes. How do we practice spiritual telepathy with the master if we cannot differentiate the responses by the mind and the divine? Again, as I said before, um, by withdrawing the attention within, automatically the mind communicates via telepathy. And we recognize that, just like we know that when we open the mouth, our ears hear some sounds coming out and we know that we're communicating with somebody via sound. It's a natural faculty of the, hear, of the ear to hear. So therefore it's a natural faculty of the mind to communicate and recognize telepathic uh, messages when we cross the eye center and enter into the telepathic realm. Right, this is the last question but I think you might have answered it already. How do we know that the soft imaginary voice in our head is not generated by the mind but our actual inner master talking to us well again if you're not sure about what it is what sounds you're hearing within test it with your simran the master has given you a powerful mantra that allows you to separate the truth from fiction so if you're unsure if your intuitive development is not there yet then test simply test it if it remains after sincere repetition, then this is definitely a spiritual phenomena and not an imaginary one. Those were all the questions.